Hello, Googleization Nation, and welcome to Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture, a GGG Unleashed podcast with thought leaders, HumanWorks 8. I'm Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. In each of HumanWorks 8's episodes, we will cover practical insights, tips, and executable activities to get you thinking about the future of culture development in your organization. Let's begin. Welcome, friends. My name is Sean Gallius, and I'm the Thought Catalyst with HumanWorks 8. And you are listening to Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture, part of the Geeks, Geezers, Googleization Unleashed series. And as I said last month, now that I'm unleashed, there's no holding me back. I hope you join me each and every month as we think about culture and culture and people, culture and strategy culture and teamwork, culture and mattering. If you're a business founder, HR leader, or simply passionate about strong organizational culture, join me in wondering about what's ahead to build strong business cultures that spark engagement and align people around shared values and purpose. You will leave every month with some new thoughts and some tangible tools to guide your cultural journey and aid in bringing aliveness to your organization. Are you ready to bring work to life and life to work? I know I am. Let's go. Today, I want to talk about and share with you some thoughts around talent optimization as a cultural imperative. Culture and talent optimization. Talent optimization, that's me at my best, you at your best, someone in your business at their best. Sounds good, but where does one start on rethinking and reevaluating what your cultural beliefs are surrounding giving people of your organization the freedom to be their best selves and add their greatest value through committed action-oriented performance? For me, I'll tell you it starts with believing everyone's unique and your committed action and responsibility to bring that to the forefront of your culture. If you were not focused on understanding and valuing the uniqueness of every individual in your organization, then you are not fully invested in evaluating your culture and elevating it and your business performance. You cannot have one without the other. So what questions should you be asking? Well, if you were sitting right here across from me, here are some I would be asking you. How do you currently evaluate what top performance looks like in a role? Do you consider these two things, the demands of the job, but from the perspective of those already in the role? And do you look at not only high performers, but also leadership expectations around how they believe the job needs to be done? How about this? Whose responsibility is it to get the right person in the right seat on a team? What if you could more confidently say to an applicant, you have just what it takes to be successful in this role. Wow, what a difference that would make on both sides of the talent discovery process. And finally, are you considering all three parts of the mind when interviewing, hiring, onboarding, training, and developing someone in a role within your business? I want to start with that last question first, because it's a foundational way to look at everyone at work and in your life in the most respectful and productive manner, positioning people for success on the job and in your culture. Maybe you're thinking, 
what exactly are the three parts of the mind? Well, let me just briefly tell you, one is the cognitive, your intelligence. One is the affective, your feelings. And the third is the conative part of your mind, your instincts. I want to briefly overview each part and talk a little bit about how they impact talent optimization. I always start with the affective part of the mind and someone else's because that's what we want and desire, what we're passionate about. Taking action in any role or situation starts right there. Because if I don't want to do something, then you're going to be wasting a lot of energy and effort on working to light that fire or desire. And I would say your time is better focused elsewhere on people whose batteries are included with that spark and want and like to do whatever the organization and role is requiring. Can you discover that desire and passion? Yes, most definitely. Through good, effective questions during an interview, discovering where they have been passionate about work or a project or an element in their life that drove them to take action and bring their best self to the work. And some may use an effective assessment where someone self-reports on their likes or dislikes on the job and we're in a situation. This can be very helpful, but you have to also remember it is ever changing. Effective feelings can change over time and situation. I don't know about you, but I can't remember all my likes and dislikes and feelings because they change so dynamically from one moment, from one day, from one year to the next. Do some remain steadfast? I would have to say yes. You're never going to find me doing financial statistics or budgets. You won't see me wearing the color red very often. It's hard to pin down someone's effective behaviors, although it's great to ask and discover. But where I would start with the effective mind is with someone's personal values. Are my personal values aligned with the culture of the organization I'm working with? Would they be fulfilled by working towards that organization's vision and mission in the world? With believing that everyone's unique, it's your responsibility to explore and discover what creates passion in someone's effective mind. And maybe you use an assessment such as DISC or Strengths Finder, but where I would start would be with someone's personal values. An alignment of feelings around those set the stage for a long-term engaged relationship. If you knew my personal values, you would have an effective view into my human nature and passion in life. All right. I'll share them. Number one, stay close. That's all around people, family, relationships that matter. Number two, nourish in nature. My belief is outside is where it's at. Explore the world. Get out there. Breathe in that natural air. My third is lead a theatrical life. Go big or go home. My fourth is my well-being one around, I call it escape. Find time to breathe again, to do nothing, to re-energize, to recharge. Find your way to do that. And my last personal value is sense it. Honor all three parts of the mind and your five senses. Go with your gut. Knowing those, I think you could really find a place for me in your organization and how it aligns to what you're trying to achieve. HumanWorks 8 process to discover one's personal values has been enlightening to individuals and teams and help leaders align and engage with people on a deeper level to an organization's core values. If you're serious about optimizing talent, how could you not know someone's values? 
Start there with the effective mind. The second part of our mind that supports an effective alignment with a role is the cognitive, our intelligence. If we're smart about something, if we have learned how to do it well, often we like it effectively. How an organization trains and develops people in a role or on a team is important cognitively. It gives one confidence to know how to do something. But could you be smart enough to do something that is still working against your grain and feels wrong in your gut? More on that in a moment. But understanding and discovering an individual's expertise and knowledge on a topic is critical for high performance. It guides a right cognitive fit for a role or begins a development journey to grow someone with knowledge into a role. I believe many organizations start and stop with cognitive knowledge about an individual. Do they have the smarts to do the job? Do they know how to do the task the job demands? Period. End of sentence. And did you know SHRM reported last year in 2022 that more than half U.S. employers use some pre-employment assessments to gauge job applicants' knowledge, that cognitive ability? Cognitive ability is important, no denying. But if you miss their effective values that I spoke about first, I hope you can see the gap that would exist for true engagement and alignment in a role. And without that, you are not optimizing talent for long-term growth and success. So I've talked about two parts of the mind, what I feel about things and what I know about things. Talent optimization begins there, but where it needs to end is giving a person the freedom to take action in their unique, innate way based on their natural instincts. This striving action based on the cognitive part of one's mind is where you will allow individuals to work in the zone, aligned with their values, aligned with their knowledge, all three working together, that's talent optimization at its zenith. What exactly is the cognitive part of one's mind? It is the least talked about or understood. I have had the privilege to work with and learn from the theorist focused on the cognitive part of the mind, Kathy Colby. And what I have learned has changed not only my life, but my work with organizations interested in talent optimization. Understanding and leveraging this cognitive part of the mind is telling the truth. The truth about someone's natural way of taking action. The truth about equality in our cognitive energy. The truth about what causes strain on the job. And the truth about what causes tension on the job. How do you discover and learn about the cognitive part of our minds? There's only one assessment that provides that clarity to leaders and individuals that's called the Colby A Index. I spent the last 15 years learning about its results, applications in business for talent optimization. But let me tell you, I'm not the first. Plato and other philosophers knew about this cognitive part of the mind. And Kathy Colby has made it her life's work to measure and help others discover this cognitive part of the mind. Our clients have experienced such better confidence in hiring decisions by using this tool and methodology. Better performance coaching based on alignment with one's natural way of working, that's where it's at. Improved engagement and reduced turnover in roles where a match between role demands and cognitive strengths is present. Today, it's just to get you thinking about talent optimization, hopefully from a different perspective. So pick a person you work with. Do you know how they feel, their personal values, the effective part of the mind? Do you know how they think, where they want to learn more, their smarts, the cognitive part of the mind? Do you know 
what they need to have the freedom to work from their unique, natural, striving energy on the job, their instincts, the cognitive part of the mind. Each of these are inseparable from the other, but also distinct of what makes me a unique human being working in your organization. Everyone's unique must be a core tenet in strong cultures of tomorrow. So start today by reimagining your organization's cultural beliefs around elevating the uniqueness and strength of every individual in your business. Think of that impact across your organizational culture and your business bottom line. Do you want to learn more about three parts of the mind? Is there one part you haven't thought enough about and want to explore more? Please reach out and continue the conversation. You can find me on LinkedIn or at sean at humanworks8.com. And I look forward to every month focusing on a new culture and topic. And if you're wondering about talent optimization and culture today, I encourage you to keep the conversation going on my LinkedIn through my Wondering Wednesday post and dialogue. Each Wednesday, I share what I'm wondering about. Sometimes it comes from a challenge with a client, a leadership question, something I overheard in a team meeting, or just life itself. Come wonder with me and see you next month on Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and learning about the future of workplace cultures. We'll be back next month with HumanWorks 8 for another episode. But until then, please visit their website for additional resources at humanworks8.com. Until next time, don't let the shift hit your plans.